Welcome back to another episode of the On The Clock NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Damian Parkinson, with my co-host, Shannon Finch, and my boy, Eugene Holt. What's going on, guys? Hey. What's happening? Oh, my goodness. Listen, it is... It feels... Pandemonium. Right. Like, it legit... <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know if you guys are fans of the show The Office, but it just felt mm-hmm. like that scene where it's like everybody's like running around in chaos, and it's just someone in the background <laughs> is yelling, "It's happening! It's happening!" Like that's what it <laughs> felt like today. Like I'm just yeah. sitting there, and I even tweeted this. Like I was like, "Man, I'm sitting at work. I, you know, go to lunch." I'm like, "All right, let's see what's going on." Look, like, wait a minute. The DeAndre Hopkins is traded. I was like, "That I was saw, the big I, one right there." I saw the mm-hmm. I saw the the report. I thought it was just a rumor. You know, it's it's draft season. It's it's free agency. A lot of people report things. They try to jostle for um, for leverage, so forth and so on. So I was like, uh, there's no way, Bill O'Brien. Like, you've made some questionable decisions since you've questionable. been the, the, you know, Quasimodo, the, the GM, GM. Uh, <laughs> of, the, of the Texans. Since you've been that guy, you've made some questionable decisions. Yeah, but I was like, "There's no way he makes this move," and he does. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Like, I'm gonna try to make some sense out of it, but I'm, I'm yeah. gonna get y'all. I want to get all of. And for those who don't know, if you've been asleep under a rock and or you know you mm-hmm. just been too much into the coronavirus uh, that's <laughs> going on, and you're not. If you've been quarantined from everything, right? You've just been quarantined. Your phone has been across the room. You're not mm-hmm. paying anybody any attention. DeAndre Hopkins, arguably a top three receiver, a guy that had not a single drop in the 2018 season, yeah. has been traded to the Arizona Cardinals, and for a for for David Johnson, you heard it, David Johnson, David the, that David Johnson, the guy that got replaced <laughs> by Kenyon Drake, that David Johnson. <laughs> So he's David Johnson and a second round pick, but it it gets even worse if you're a Texans fan. You gave up a fourth. You got a fourth to get to give up a fourth. If oh anything, you say, listen, you send us a second, a third, and a fourth, and we send you DeAndre Hawkins and a fourth. Like I need to have two seconds, two or three thirds, two uh, and, and, and two fourths. Like, there's no way. If I'm not gonna give you my my top ten pick, so this this whole entire trade set the atmosphere for what we were experiencing there. Because of course, a lot of guys got franchise tag. You know, we know Yannick yeah. was franchise tag. Mm-hmm. Bud mm-hmm. Dupree from the Steelers got franchise tag. Joe mm-hmm. Thune got franchise tag. Dak yeah. Prescott franchise tag. Somehow, some way, Kirk Cousins got paid again. I don't understand this world that we live in, but hey, we're in it. <laughs> So, Yo, he got he got pictures of somebody in that organization. <laughs> Kirk Cousins definitely has mob ties. There's no other yes. way behind this. Like two years, yes. sixty six million more dollars, and I'm pretty sure it's fully guaranteed, like his last deal. Yeah, yep, yeah. it is. It was like a, it was best like agent in the world. It was like sixty one guaranteed out of the sixty six. Mind you, mm-hmm. he's coming off like five years of guaranteed money because. What he had three years, so this is third year on the guaranteed deal. Mm-hmm. Then before that, before he signed with Minnesota, he had what two or three seasons of twenty five, twenty six mil. Yeah, he, had, he was under the franchise tag. tag. Yeah, yeah. It was about two years. So this dude has cashed out. But again, 
Nonetheless, Kirk, Kirk, Kirk is showing you how to do it. I can't hey, even be mad at him. He's Kirk showing him how to do it. Cousins, get your money, man. Right. man. He's showing him. He's yeah. showing him how to do it. Kirk Cousins, twenty twenty, Sam Bradford. Kirk Cousins is a bookie. He's doing. He's got something on somebody. Somebody owes some bad debts, and yep. he's got some family behind the mm-hmm. shadows that you don't want no problems with. That yep. he will expose everything about you because this is there's <laughs> no there's no way you pay him. So there's no other reason. It's been a lot to happen today, but let's kick it off with DeAndre Hopkins. And Shannon, you know, as the lady on the crew, I'm going to give it to you first. What mm-hmm. is your thoughts on this trade? Um, Initially, I heard about, when I first heard about the trade, I only thought David Johnson got traded. I didn't even realize that, that <laughs> oh, Hopkins was included. <laughs> so when I heard that he was included, I was like, well, what? For what? Like, what'd they get? And then you've already said the second round, fourth round pick. And I just felt like that wasn't enough. Like, if you're going to give up, give up somebody of that talent, you can get more than what you got for him. If anything, give me another player, not just the running back. I need somebody else, too. I don't know. I don't think that I would have just given up the um, DeAndre Hopkins for a running back and some draft picks. And I probably wouldn't have made the deal so fast. Like, I'm pretty sure there are other teams out there that you could have talked to to see what, you know, if you could have got more. I would have loved to see him in New England. Like, if if the Patriots could have pulled that off, I think that would have been great for them and him. But I don't see the Texans wanting to, you know, try to make or help the Patriots be better. But I just feel like I I, I didn't know what to think. Like, I still don't know what to think because it really didn't make (laughs) sense to me. Like, I I mean, I wish him well. I think I'll tell you what, it's good for the Cardinals. Oh, definitely. I don't see any any negatives on their end with them Mm -hmm. on a deal. I think, like you said, they don't have to go wide receiver early. They can work on the offensive line. Um, I just don't understand what um, the Texans were thinking. Like, I can't even wrap my head around why they would do that and do it so fast and for what they did it for. Mm-hmm. Well, you, yeah, you got um, the floor, bro. You got the floor. <laughs> Somebody called Deshaun Watson. He is not okay right now. Somebody no. check on him. Mm-hmm. He that's I. I I thought they had something there with with Nuke and with uh, Will Fuller on the other side. Mm-hmm. For the six games I, that he I thought they the had, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, but I thought they had. I thought they was building something on offense. When you got a young quarterback, you do not take weapons away from him. Not at you all. protect him and you give him weapons. That's what you do with a young quarterback. And I and I I don't know. I don't see. I don't see why. The Texans would do that. I guess maybe the money issue, but I think I think maybe they should have made it made it work. And the whole thing with David Johnson, how much is he really going to give you going forward? Yeah, I mean, it's not going to because I mean, Nuke is going to give you a thousand yards receiving for the next what three four years. Mm-hmm. David Johnson is not going to give you high probably more running. because he can transition into a big slot role that Larry Fitzgerald yes. currently like Larry Fitzgerald, yeah. So exactly. he plays in the slot a lot now. So, like mm-hmm. you said, he can have a couple more seasons of a thousand yards. Yeah, exactly. And David Johnson is not that not the David Johnson from yesteryear. He no, he's not. No, he he's. I mean, he's going to give you maybe one good year, maybe two, and then you're going to move on from him. And Nuke is still going to be catching passes from Kyler Murray. Well, that's why I was kind of like, why they won him? Like when I first heard that they traded for him, I was like, well, what, why the Texans won him? Yeah, you know, like what's so special sense? about? David Johnson. Yeah. Not to hate on David Johnson, but yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, listen, man. When I when like I said when I when I heard it and when I saw the full details, I was completely flabbergasted by it. And I was like, there's no 
like, and then when I found out that okay, DeAndre Hopkins was he had issues with with um, Bill O'Brien. Then he starts demand. Mm. He was he behind the scenes. He was demanding to have a deal similar to to Julio, where Julio had two years left on his deal. Saw everybody leapfrog him and get into the eighteen, mm. nineteen, twenty millions. And Julio was like, "Listen, um, unless you forgot, I'm the best thing you got on offense, including Matt Ryan." So I'll Hello. sit out and. He he put the pressure on him, and Arthur Blake is like, "Listen, I know what you mean to our offense. You're not going anywhere. Cash, mm-hmm. you get your paycheck, and that was the move that they needed to make. You know, because him and Calvin Ridley are not really good tandem. But I understand that if you don't want to pay DeAndre Hopkins, if that was the issue, and if the issues between him and Bill O'Brien, who is the GM right now, if they were so bad." I get it. He's about to be, he's 27. You know, he'll be 30 soon. If you want to trade him, but you got to ask for at least a first round pick, man. Exactly. Like, I yes. understand the second, the second. Yes. That's pick 40. And the, the term was the, the term I saw the, uh, on Twitter from the report was the, one of the main reasons they made the trade is because they are in what they, what we call, of course, what we call draft pick hell. Uh, they don't have. They didn't have that many draft picks. You know, they sold the farm for Laramie Tunsil. Last year, yeah, they sold yeah. the farm for yeah. Laramie Tunsil. Yep. Real quick, real quick. Uh, Jadavian Clowney just signed with the Giants. Ooh, we just mm-hmm. said that. That was. A, I like that. And yeah. that was the move. That was the move that we talked about. That was mm-hmm. one of the moves mm-hmm. we talked about. Like, yeah. I mean, it, like I said, at the end of the day, that's just where we are. You know what I'm saying? That's just where we are. Like. You 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 put yourself in this position. They could have got more for Clowney. If when they traded oh, yeah. Clowney, I think they traded for like a third, maybe fourth round. You could have gotten more. You could have asked for a second. Could have, Way you more. Have, you could have gotten more from someone else. That, yeah. Because I mean, Clowney obviously didn't resign with the Seahawks, so you could have gotten a lesser team with a higher draft pick, probably for a first. Yeah. At, at the worst, early second. So now they have like two seconds. I think uh, one or two thirds. And a fourth or somewhere in there, the Texans do. And I, I already have. I, listen, I appreciate the Texans for getting the creative juices for me flowing because I will have an article out hopefully by the end of the week <laughs> um, about the <laughs> options that they'll have at receiver in this draft class because they're going. Yeah. They they need these options. They're going to need one now. Yeah, they're going to need, need one now. Options, man, because what, what does that leave Deshaun Watson with? Like. Um, the tight ends are I'm, the tight ends are piss poor. I, I don't care what anybody. Says. Yeah, those tight ends are not good. And then you look at <laughs> Will Duke Fuller, Johnson, the slot receiver. Right, exactly. He's gonna be he's gonna turn into you know Julian Edelman. Like I mean, what it is it's, yeah. it's mind boggling to me because you leave your star quarterback with a bare pantry of snacks. Yeah. Of, 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 of food, he doesn't have much to eat off of or, or feast. He doesn't have many sides to put with his main course. He doesn't have much. And he's starving. Yeah, he's this man's going to be starved. Yeah, he's going to you going you're going to pay him very well. But at the same time, I'm looking at, if I'm Hawking, I'm like, yes, I want that 38 mil a season. I'm, I'm legit. Like, remember Jalen Ramsey said last year, if the Jags were going to pay him, you're going you're going to mm-hmm. have to pull. He's going to ask for an ungodly number. Pull up the Brinks truck. Pull yeah. up the Brinks truck. If I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm like, listen, I'm already on the phone telling my agent, listen, I'm about to text Bill O'Brien right now. I yep. want an ungodly un- ungodly amount. I want an ungodly number. 
I want the forty yep. mil closer. It's close to forty mil as possible, because that's the only way whatever to justify Pat, what you just did. Like, yeah, like if I, yeah, if I'm Deshaun, I'm like whatever Pat Mahomes got, add thirty million onto that, and that's the only way I'm staying. <laughs> well, the sad part about it is, and tell them now he he wouldn't have anything. The bad part about football players is they can't control. When they become free agents, when they leave, yeah. like if, it's, yep. if they want to tag him, he's going to be tagged. Yeah, he's yep. going to be tagged. So yeah, he's that's definitely the part about it. Yeah, they're going to play hardball with him. He he already said he's going to wait till until uh until Pat Mahomes got his contract anyway. Yeah, his, oh, they, that was already in the work. So he's waiting for Patrick Mahomes, and now you take his best, his legit only yeah. receiving threat because Will yeah, Fuller, and you just now got him some protection. Right. Exactly, like. Because I think the offensive line is going to be much improved next year with Matt Sharping at guard and, and Ty, mm-hmm. Titus Howard at right Titus tackle, Howard, Laramie yeah. Tunso at left. Uh, and everything healthy through a full offseason. Well, <laughs> whenever we get to have an actual offseason in practice yeah, if we, time, if we get ahead stuff like yeah. that, <laughs> once they get, you know, get that camaraderie, they'll be fine. But, man, I just, like I said, there are options, guys. The Texas fans, all is not lost. You can legit Don't jump get off you a bridge. Some, yeah, you can get legit. Get you some young weapons. I mean, mm-hmm. hopefully. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, when you said that, um, that, like, when we were talking about the Dolphins, it's like they have to hit on their draft picks. It's the, the same thing with the Texans. They have they to oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They got to. That's, wow. It's, yeah, they have, they really, that's a good point, Shannon. They really have no other choice. They, they, no. Have, they have to hit on these draft picks. But, let's, I mean, from from the and, and from the Cardinals aspect, you get DeAndre Hawkins now. Now let's run off the and I did this on Twitter. Let's run off the weapons that Kyler Murray, who I you know watching his tape and and the the uh, the little document docu series that they have. I, I encourage anybody to go check it out. If you go to YouTube to Arizona Cardinals YouTube page, they have like a little docu series on him, and it's it's a really good watch. It's a really good uh, really good watch. But um, from from their aspect, Kyler Murray has DeAndre Hopkins. Larry Fitzgerald, possibly the two top guys when it comes to the hands in the league. You have mm-hmm. third year, young third year pro Christian Kirk. It probably you know that can move around all over the the formation. Hakeem Butler will Hakeem be Butler this year. Yep. Keyshawn Johnson, who they drafted last year. Andy Isabella, mm-hmm. who's the kind of little gadgety speed little guy. slot guy. Yeah. Kenyon Drake, they put a um, the transition tag. So if anybody does attempt to sign him. They can match that offer and they can win, match it. Um, yep. and, and bring him because he he fits perfectly what Cliff Kingsbury wants. What, to what do. they want to do. Um, yeah. That's why they get. That's why they got rid of um of David yeah. Johnson. But again, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of weaponry right there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Kyler Murray is a weapon himself. Exactly. Like, he, he got wheels. He he's gonna he's man. Listen, he's gonna he's gonna be able to get in those running lanes. He's, he's gonna be able so to hurt little. people. He is so yeah, little. he is. He <laughs> is. The Ravens played them, I think, week two of last season, and the whole time I was watching him play, I was like, "He is so small. Like it looks like a little kid back there throwing the football up." <laughs> yep. And when he runs around, like he's he's just so little, but he's, he's definitely a weapon. He's definitely he, a weapon. he is a beast, man. Like I said, watching from you know you know how we always talk about it. T or well, yeah, T T A. Touch, timing, and anticipation. He has mm-hmm. that. But the only problem yeah. was he just didn't have an old line to give him the time back mm-hmm. there. He had to legit run a lot run more for than his he life. needed to. He, he, yeah. he, 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 he carried the ball like 93 times last year for almost 600 yards. Like, mm. so he, he ran a lot. Like I said, he was yeah, sacked he 48 times. So with that number nine or eight pick, whichever pick they have, 
They they go O line. Let's sure that O line up for him. Let's allow yeah. him because one thing I'm gonna tell you right now, we did not. I, I'm telling you, we have not seen what Cliff Kingsbury is really going to do with this oh, offense. Yeah. In, oh, yeah. in, in in year one. You're going to see that this year coming in 2020. When they mm-hmm. go to that five-wide set and, and that four-wide, and you see uh, you see Kenyon Drake in the huddle, and he goes into the slot or, to, or yep. at, out wide, that's going to cause so many problems for defenses. So this is a home yeah. run because you kept your first-round pick and still got a top-three receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. So kudos to Steve Kime, you know, and, and, and what you're doing, what you're building over there in Arizona. Yeah. Let's talk about some of these other – other moves. The, I, I want to give a shout out, man, to the AFC North, and I'm not talking about the Steelers and, and the Bengals. I'm talking about the Ravens and the Browns. Mm. The the Browns are really they, I, they did good. Yeah, I really like what the Browns did, man. Um, well, getting Jack Conklin. I thought Jack Conklin was going to the Jets. Jets. That's what a lot yeah, of the talk was, but he ended up signing with the Browns for a three year, forty two million dollar deal, thirty million guaranteed to get a right tackle. In his prime, at mm-hmm. that, that's a bargain rate. That's a bargain rate right now. Then you can't beat that. You you put a second round tag on on Kareem Hunt because you want to keep. Um, you either want to keep that 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 tandem of him and Chubb, or if mm-hmm. the team says, "Listen, if Kareem Hunt is if his mind's right and he can he stays out of trouble, we we'll give up a second round pick and let make him our top our yeah. uh, our top running back." Yeah. And then that's you a win win situation. Yeah, for that's a win win. You know, either you keep him. And have a deadly tandem, or you get an extra second round pick to uh, to further build up your defense or your O line, whatever the case may be. And then they got mm-hmm. Austin Hooper, who they uh, they made him the highest paid tight end in the NFL. I think that was a bit much, but it was. Um, you know he kind of for for one thing I saw last year, and, and you can you guys can attest to this. Baker Mayfield made some some bad decisions mm-hmm. with the football, and one thing I definitely saw at times was him against zone. Against zone coverage, because they took away the deep ball to OBJ, they yep. started bracketing with the zone of Jarvis Landry, and they yep. forced him off his two read, first two reads, his top two. And he players, had nowhere else to go, and he didn't. And, and he he threw balls in the, into and into coverage. Yeah, and he he got the happy Hooper, feet and all exactly. that. Exactly. Also, Hooper is a guy that can win in against zone. David yeah. Njoku is more of a man beater. But David mm-hmm. Joku also got hurt and he wasn't there, stuff like that. So I yeah. truly believe David uh, David Joku. This signifies that David Joku is on the trade block and he will be traded before the NFL draft. I just believe that. Okay, probably. And but even if they keep him, that's that two tight end sets is going to be is going to be a major major problem. Yeah. yeah, that's just more weapons for Baker to throw to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they uh, yeah. when you. I mean, Jack Conklin, that's that's really impressive because that's your right tackle for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. And even even in today's NFL, like the left tackle is supposed to be the, the, the you know, the big, the main guy because he's protecting the quarterback line side. You need a right tackle mm-hmm. that's elite caliber as well because these these edge rushers, they come in twos now. So yeah. you, can't, you can't just have like some big slow guy mm-hmm. at, at right tackle anymore. That's and and that's been that's been like even when they got OBJ and they got all them weapons, everybody talking about Brown Super Bowl, blah blah blah. I'm like, but who's protecting them? And that was my <laughs> only thing. Like Brown's still going to be Browns because they're not protecting nobody. But now they got somebody in the trenches. They're going to have 
they're gonna have they're gonna give Baker some time. They got weapons now. Now they can say Brown Super Bowl. Maybe you can say it. It's not true, but they can still they can say it now. Shannon completely disagrees with that last statement. No, I mean, look, look. I didn't. I'll, I'll say this earlier when I made my comment. I didn't know about the Conklin deal. I didn't even. That must have got by me. I didn't know that, and I didn't know that they placed a second round tender on Kareem Hunt, right? So I have not. Those is nothing wrong with those deals. Those moves at all. Great, great moves. I was referring to signing Hooper and then bringing Case in Case Keenum. Yep. Because mm-hmm. my thing about my, I feel like the Browns already had a talented tight end. Mm-hmm. And when he went down, I don't oh, know yeah. how to pro, I don't know how to pronounce his name, so I'm not even going to try it. But when yeah. he went down, when he went down with injury last year, you could tell they really, really needed him. Yeah. So I wasn't thinking that tight end was a need for them. And then it like wasn't. With Case, <laughs> and then like with Case Keenum. I don't have a problem with bringing in a veteran quarterback. I actually think that a lot of young guys need that. You know, Joe Flacco had it. Mark Sanchez had it. A lot of young guys need that veteran presence back there to teach them how to be a pro and different things like that. I think my issue with Case Keenum signing is the amount of time he signed for and then the amount that he signed for. Yeah. Like, you could have signed him to a one-year or two-year deal um, with a, a team option almost for the second year if you wanted to made it more like seven million guaranteed. Like really if you you're I seriously doubt they're bringing him in there to take Baker's job. No. And if they're really competing, then I'm really looking at the Browns like, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. you know, Baker is still the man. So I don't see the purpose of a case Keenum signing not for three years, not for eighteen million, not for ten million guaranteed. That's what mm-hmm. I was referring to. Like that I and the tight end signing was like, what are they doing? It was like they were just making moves to make moves. But signing Conklin and then, you know, placing the tender on on Hunt. That was very smart. Yeah. I just don't really understand the quarterback and the tight end rules. I, I don't either. Um, I, when I saw that the report before they signed him that they were in this talks with him, I'm like, for, I'm, I'm saying to myself, for what? Like, mm-hmm. you have David and Joku. You don't really need. I mean, if you want to go two tight end set, fine. Like, that's yeah. cool because that's a very that's that's a way to really dictate and change how defenses. Line up oh, against definitely. you. That's if that's yeah. what you're going for. But if you're just bringing him in just to trade in Joku, uh, I mean, you're gonna help somebody else's team because there's some teams that can use tight ends, and I know one up in Foxborough that desperately need one. Um, uh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I know. Listen, I mean, because I know for a fact we weren't about to get fleeced like the Falcons got fleeced for uh, Hayden Hurst. For, you know, they oh, got man. straight up robbed. Like, they came up a second, right? Like a second and a fourth, didn't they? Like, <laughs> they, I'm what? just saying, I was in there like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, what are like, they going to do with him? What are we doing? <laughs> like, y'all did what again? Um, yeah, uh, they traded uh, the Ra- they traded with the Ravens uh, for, I think they gave up a, f- a second and a fifth. And I think along mm-hmm. with four. So yeah, no, I'm you know, there's absolutely no way I'm giving up a oh, second Lord. for Hayden Hurst. I know he was a first round pick, and I think his potential is there, but I'm no. Mm-mm. I'm like, listen, I'll give you third, late third, fourth round, I'll give you that, but no. Like there's no way. Yeah. I was actually yeah. I was surprised I was surprised by the second round pick, and that's what I like I, I said if we were going to trade him, it could have been nothing for less than a second-round pick. That's how I felt when, when about a month ago when it came out that he was, you know, out and open for possible trades. Like, the, I think the Jaguars and I think they said the Patriots were interested yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And at yeah. that point, I was saying, don't do it for anything less than a second-round pick. The reason is because he's our first-round pick. 
We yeah. just only had him for two years. It's not that he's sorry or can't play. He just really had injuries as a rookie, and mm-hmm. Mark Andrews just took over. And, you know, last mm-hmm. year, last year he was used a lot. Like, you can see his potential, but he's still, like, third on our tight end depth chart. So it doesn't – so it makes sense to get rid of him while you can, in a sense, mm-hmm. to get something back from him. Yeah. When we when we got the second, I was like, yeah. I was surprised about getting an additional pick, too. Like, I didn't – I was just thinking that if we got they, a second, somebody would do a straight-up trade, and that would be that. They really but wanted no, it, so. another tight end. And, and I, I yeah. get it. He's a first – and I, the, th- the fact that he's a first-round pick is why I think it was big for the Falcons because they don't have to pay him immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they still have that – um they 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 uh, still have that fifth year option, but right. to jump off topic, uh, Ian Rappaport reported him and Mike Garofolo from NFL Network that the Raiders are pushing to close Marcus Mariota with Marcus Mariota. Mm-hmm. Tell Tom Brady go home. He needs to just go ahead back to because all, all of these teams are starting to be look. I'm sorry, but it's starting to be a bad look for your man Brady. He needs to just go ahead. I, go I, I told you. I mm-hmm. like, believe like, he's leaving. At this point, at this point, God damn. They, yeah, were like... saying, they, they were just saying they were just saying the Raiders were a good spot for him, and now they didn't got Mariota. Goodness. Uh, yeah, no. Tom Brady I never thought that you contract leave, to start playing. Yeah, he, yeah, I mean, you can't listen. go nowhere now. Right, the only, nobody want him. The only nobody team. Want him. Make sure y'all say that. Teams. Nobody, they don't want him. <laughs> the only two teams <laughs> that I know that still want, that still say that they want, the Bucks are adamant that they want Brady. The Bucks really mm-hmm. want him. Because I don't think mm-hmm. it's, Arians is not bringing back, uh, he's not bringing back Jameis. He so, might bring it back, James. He, no, bring he don't James. want no parts of James. He, he's like after that thirtieth pick, he's like, I'm done. Like it, no, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I, I can't do it. So yeah. he's not going back to Tampa. And of course, you, um, Anthony Lynn and the Chargers haven't have needed a quarterback. Um, even though I think they could roll with Tyrod for the year um, and draft, and draft Jordan Love or somebody like that, maybe Jalen Hurts, yeah. um, whoever the case may be, and, and have a competent quarterback, young quarterback back there. But those are the two teams, but I do believe Brady signs for a, 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 a cool deal. Short term. But, mm-hmm. but the key is going to be, I'm going to sign, because I think the Bucks will pay him the 30 mil per year, but the key is going to be, mm-hmm. listen, I'll take less. But you, like, legit, you have to get some freaking players in here. Like, it's no get more of this, I'm taking less, and then I see this undrafted kid beside me again. That that's been the story of my whole freaking career, you know. What yeah, I'm like, like where's that money going? Where's that money going? <laughs> that's what needs to. That's what needs to change. But no, the, the, if the Raiders want Mariota, I'm I'm more concerned in the mental capacity in in uh. in, in Las Vegas with with Mayock and, and and Gruden. Like, what's going on, Marcus Mariota? Yeah. <laughs> they think they could do something with him, I guess. I I, I you bet you may because you know Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Don't look don't I'm keep just doing saying Carr is better than Marcus Mariota. Like Marcus Mariota is inaccurate. Yeah, he is. Like yeah. This, this yeah, is you a gotta totally case. Yeah, with Mar- 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 can run. Yes, yeah. You gotta totally rebuild Marcus Mariota. You gotta like from the ground up, you gotta start from scratch with him. Um, I guess maybe they just want him to be a backup and maybe they just taking a shot. Like maybe he maybe gets it or something like to, that. To compete with Carr, maybe they keep Carr and make him compete with him and say, listen, I it's an open competition. Maybe you do that and you create that type of competitive training camp 
where you say, listen, Derek Carr, mentally I need you to man up. I need you to toughen up and step yeah. up. And Marcus Mariota, maybe he tries to turn into this year's Ryan Tannehill. You know what That's I'm what I was going to say. I was gonna, I was going to say that based on what he went through with Tennessee this year, that might help him going to the Raiders. Yeah. Because he, he got benched. And that I'm pretty sure that was humbling for him. Um, so you go over there, you're gonna you know compete with Derek Carr if he's still there. If not, then I'm pretty sure they're gonna bring a, a quarterback in, whether it's a rookie or a free agent. Maybe Joe Flacco. Somebody come over there and <laughs> somebody <can> come over. <laughs> somebody can come over and just um, I don't, I'm not that down on Mario. Like I don't really, you know how some guys you don't really have an opinion about. Like yeah. he's one of those guys. I don't. I can't say if he's good, bad. Like he's he's a guy. He's bad. Um, but 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 with them signing him, that just lets me know that the the pickings are slim for Tom Brady. So he needs yeah. to go home. <laughs> like I really, I thought, I thought Tom Brady could have did good there with them because um, Gruden likes older quarterbacks. Like he's done well with older quarterbacks, veteran yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah. And they I, I thought that would have been good for Tom Brady. Tom Brady and Darren Waller would have been that would have been poetry. Yeah. Emotion, oh yeah, man. that would have yeah. been poetry yeah, emotion. That but I'm willing, I'm, willing give, been real I'm, nice. willing, I'm willing to give Mariota a chance to see what happens before I actually say whether it's good or bad. Because like you said, he could be Ryan Tannehill. He could be. And sucker yeah. somebody into $100 million. Um, <laughs> 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 sucking somebody right. into some cash. But let's jump to your, mm-hmm. let's jump to your Ravens real quick. Um, mm-hmm. the, you know, like I said, I, I love what the Ravens did, man. You know, going out there and, and beefing up the, the defensive line. Um, you know, we, we all know that, that um, Matt Judon is on the franchise tag. But mm-hmm. getting that fit, you said, mind you, let's talk about the, just how everything comes full circle in life, guys. Last year in the offseason, the Ravens traded away a backup kicker to the Vikings for a fifth-round yeah. pick. Mm-hmm. They used that fifth-round pick to get Calais Campbell. Like, everything wow. comes full circle, don't it? Like mm-hmm. it comes full circle, mm-hmm. so you pull off a trade and get a a wily veteran who still, he, I think he's had eleven consecutive years, which is the longest active streak of six or six plus sacks or five and a half plus sacks a season, eleven straight. So you know from the interior he's gonna push the pocket, but you add him with Michael Brockers, you put both of them more so as the five techniques in that three four defense with oh, Big Brandon goodness. Williams as the zero technique, that nose guard, that nose tackle. And mm-hmm. you have, you like I said, we talked about it off air in the uh, pre-show, the Titans, massively the Titans. Because, yeah. listen, we all know Earl Thomas is a ball hawk. He's not a box safety. Earl Thomas mm-hmm. should not be trying to tackle. These men are twice his size. That's oh, not yeah, fair no, to no him. Point. Like, that's not no. fair to him. Like, he, he that's should not what he does best. He should he should have never seen Derrick Henry one on one in open field oh, in the God, in the playoffs. Uh-uh. He should have never seen that. So uh-huh. you when you look at what the Titans did, the Niners in that rainy game that y'all had, that one of the best games of the season. That oh, stretch yeah. run game, Raheem Mostert took it up the sideline. You know, big games mm-hmm. over and over again. It was a it was a brawl back and forth. The 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 Seahawks with Chris Carson had success. There were too many times this year that who was it? the Browns, the, Nick Chubb, the Nick ran the, the ball. first game, Nick Chubb. Oh yeah, Nick Chubb had a game. That stretch mm-hmm. run game. When you have two three hundred and thirty, three hundred and forty pound guys 
They just can't move laterally. So when you mm-hmm. take, you let go of uh, uh, Pierce, and then you bring in Michael Brockers, and you bring in Calais Campbell, Calais now Campbell. you have two guys that can fight off blocks and move their feet. Yep. And, mm-hmm. that and you're not sacrificing a lot of size either. Exactly. Right. Two strong guys that can force mm-hmm. the running backs like, hey, last year we could beat you to the spot. Your guys falling and tripping over each other, and I'm cutting up for a big game. Now my offensive lineman can't get to your linebackers and safeties, and yeah. I got to make something out of nothing now. So those, right. were the, yep. those were the moves. And like I said, getting that second-round getting that second round pick for Hurst is going to be big depending really on if big. you guys use that. Because now you your first two picks, in my opinion, should truly be defense. Get you either a, a top tier edge rusher with that first pick, or get you or get you the best inside linebacker, whether it's Patrick Queen or Kenneth Murray in, in the mm-hmm. first round. You guys mm-hmm. have set yourselves up nicely heading into into yeah. next year's next next month's draft. I agree. Um, when we were talking about this last week about where free agents should go, we talked about Clowney, and one thing with him was that he wanted about twenty something million a year. And I'm like, ooh, that's a lot. But yeah. I also mentioned how with the Ravens, it's always the right player for the right price. When you look at those two guys, they're guaranteed money, you know, over the, the few years they signed is $21 million for Brockers, and it was $20, 20 million guaranteed for Campbell, right? So that's, mm-hmm. that's what I'm paying you for the whole two or three years that you're going to be here, not per year, right? So that's the right player, right players for the right price. We're not breaking a bank to get you here but we're paying you fair market and you're going to make an immediate impact on the team when you do come um so i don't have anything you know negative to say about it i mean going back to what we were talking about last week it's what we need and what they did today was fill the needs that the ravens had up front you start up front you build up front you can work your way back the secondary is kind of already intact we can Mm -hmm. just get a couple of dbs here and there but you can really focus on the outside linebackers, middle linebackers, and things like that. Complete. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's – uh, I'm sitting here looking at these. Something about to go down. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> – I'm saying, because you know, the phone keep buzzing and, and stuff. It's weird. But, yeah, this uh, – the the Ravens, they – um, I keep, I keep seeing, like, in the draft, like, I, I see them – Ending up with Kenneth Murray somehow, oh, crap. and they, yeah, because they got that defense is going to be so much faster now. That would hurt, and they're going to That would really <laughs> hurt me, bro. Like, but, yeah, if, I mean, because the they're going to have guys... Kenneth Murray. I'm going to be yeah. just devastated. Yeah, because they're going to have guys <laughs> that's flowing to the football. That front seven going to be scary if if they get they get like somebody like a Patrick Queen or a Kenneth Murray. They're going to flow to that football, and you know, like. No offensive lineman is going to get their hands on them. Let me look that at that defense. Is going to be something. <laughs> it should be fun. Let me check this out. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I mean, even with Matt Judon, you know what I said about him last week. I'm not mm-hmm. happy about the franchise tag, but it's like, eh, okay, now let's work out a deal. You know, if you're going to be here, I want you to put in work for real. Get off that Taco Bell. And show them why you were why you were that. Show them why you were that. Yeah, I think I'm telling you, when I see him with his hands on his hip in the fourth quarter, I get an attitude every week. Like, yeah, this is bull. And we play, and we play the, the, the Ravens this year. This is some, man. 
Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, can't, I can't go through another season of losing to them, man. I just cannot. Um, <laughs> I can't. I, I cannot. My psyche can't handle it, man. Um, <laughs> so, all right. One of the, another big move that was made was the trade, and I, I remember seeing the the, the tweets beforehand. And it was maybe an hour or two mm-hmm. before it happened. That um, I can't remember what what writer, but it was like per my sources a big-name defensive lineman will be traded. And a lot of yeah, people thought it was going to be Yannick because he's the guy that wants yeah. out. Mm-hmm. No, right. it was DeForest Buckner getting traded DeForest. from the San Francisco yep. 49ers to mm-hmm. the Indianapolis to the Colts. Colts. Then he ended up signing a huge extension for worth $21 million per season. 21. Yeah. Listen, now, and I, and I would tell you straight up, guys, this is a win-win for both teams. The Colts wanted an interior D lineman. The whole this whole time, if I did not when I'm when I've mocked did my mock drafts, which I should have mm-hmm. coming up soon. Um, I kept mocking them. Uh, either first I started with Neville, Neville Gallimore, big D tackle from mm-hmm. Oklahoma, or Javon Kinlaw. Um, you know, depends on who was who was available at the time during my mocks. But even then, mm-hmm. you know, if it wasn't Jordan Love. So I knew that they wanted to shore up the middle interior of that defensive line. That was something they needed to fix. But yeah. I didn't see this coming. So that's a win for them. They they gave up the first round that they oh, probably yeah. would have used yeah. on a young guy anyway. They had a lot yeah. of money. They weren't aggressive the past two seasons. They got a ton of money, yeah. They had a ton mm-hmm. of money. Yeah. Even with this deal, I think they still are north of $60 million in cap space. Oh, yeah. So they still yeah. have and money think- to throw. Yeah. yeah, and I think uh, Philip Rivers is probably coming later. Oh yeah, because it seems like I, it's yeah, it seems like they're they're gearing up. They they want to make a run right now, so I can see them going for, after uh, Philip Rivers, and they they just trying to shore up everything right now because they have a they have a team. They do have a team. So let me, and, let me ask you, that. you, you do you think that the Colts have a better team or better weapons than the Chargers? No, uh, no, I don't think they, so. They have young. No. I think. The, what they do have is a better O line. They have a better O line, better and a more consistent line. running yeah. game. I would, as mm-hmm. a running back, I would take Marlon Mack over Austin Eckler. You know, and mm-hmm. Naheem mm-hmm. Hines. I, I truly believe, especially if they bring Philip Rivers in. You saw how how Rivers and and, and, and company in in uh with the Chargers use Austin Eckler. They could use yeah. Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines is a four three guy. Same way. He's a track guy. Yeah. You, he's a shifty yeah, really back. Fast. You can use him in the passing game and then allow that offensive line to punish defenses with Marlon Mack. So they, mm-hmm. you can have a two-headed monster there with them. Um, I think they do need to get a tight end because I don't think they're going to bring back Eric Ebron. If they do, I, you know, I mean, he still drops passes. Uh, I don't think that's going to drop. <laughs> yeah, um, he does. what it is. He is who he is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he, he could benefit with having, a, having an accurate quarterback as well. I mean... I think I think it's a it's a good move, but what I do believe they need to do is still if if they are in the spot where they can draft Jordan Love, or somehow if the Miami Dolphins do say we're going to draft Jordan Love over Tua and the Redskins go chase Young and and the Detroit Lions take Oku, if Tua falls to the Chargers, there's no way you don't. You got to make that move. You got to mm-hmm. you, know, you know what I'm saying. You got to make that yeah. move for the, if you're the Chargers, um, but the, but for the Colts, same thing. If Jordan Love falls, if if Tua somehow falls, and you need to pair pick, package picks and move up and say, listen, Philip Rivers only has yeah. two years left. 
You give me right. Tua and that's behind well, my so offensive Tua, line. And Tua was being Tua was being nice at that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you got you got possibly two <laughs> years left of quality football from from Phil yeah. Rivers. You got a legit offensive line, good run game, good young receivers. Then you get if you get a Tua, you say you know what Tua, I'm letting you sit for the next two years. You fully yep. yeah, rehab. You get into our weight program, put a little muscle on, mm-hmm. keep listen. Yep. I, and, and this, you know, I'm always thinking about dra- you know draft phrases and everything. Tua, you, to, I, I, I like to, I have found two for Tua. You know, it's two for Tua. You know, that sounds like a good deal. Two for Tua. <laughs> um, but <laughs> when I when I thought about it, the two that came to mind was he, dancing with the stars, baby. He got the hips of a salsa. He could salsa with the best of them. But he's like a sprinkler. You know, a sprinkler head always just kind of tick, tick, ticks and straight uh-huh. across. That's Tua. His hips, he has the hips of a sprinkler, man. So yeah. if you're telling me I can give this talented kid two years to heal and bring him into our dome, there is no mm-hmm. rain. There is no rain. None of that. None of you that. Can, and he get to learn a little bit from Philip Rivers, exactly. too. Exactly. Yeah. You, you, you can legit have yourself set. For the next fifteen to twenty years, oh yeah, the coach. So oh, I, yeah. I like the I like the move. They, move. They, and they resigned Anthony Constanzo for another two years, which they need to mm-hmm. at least probably late round this year, maybe early round next year, draft a uh, offensive tackle. But the Colts, in my opinion, I think they can compete. We all know that the Texans are probably taking a big step back. Um, mm-hmm. The Jaguars are clearly tanking. And I oh, really yeah. don't believe the Titans care about winning because they signed Ryan Tannehill. So <laughs> there's that. Um, I just don't. I just don't see it. I'm sorry, guys. I can't. Um, but another team, and we talked about them as well, the Miami Dolphins. Um, mm. Listen, and, uh, the, the first sign. Spend it, spend it. They, yeah, they spent, bro. They spent for. <laughs> they really did spend because I'm gonna I'm gonna list off these three signings to you. Shaq Lawson, which mm-hmm. is an underrated signing. Kind of takes away that mm-hmm. early need from um from pass rusher from him um in the first round, yeah. but they got him three years, thirty mil. They mm-hmm. they got Eric Flowers. Listen, Eric Flowers, man, I don't know what happened to him after he left the Giants, but he played much better in Washington. He remember how to play football. I don't know what in the world was going on in New York, but when he went to <laughs> when he went to DC, hey, something happened, man, because he they put them, they they moved him to guard. He was much better. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, got, I didn't pull his stats up to see how many sacks he allowed, but I know it was less than what he was allowing in uh, in in New York. Yeah. So they signed him for three years, thirty mil. Then they mm-hmm. go out after after last offseason, they signed Xavier Howard to the biggest cornerback deal known to man. They go ahead and say, and they you know double what? Up on it. They looked at they looked at themselves in the mirror and said, "Hold my beer, we're going to do it again." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. they went and got. Um, Byron Jones for I think it was a five year deal, eighty five point six mil, seventeen mil per year, mil. forty million mm-hmm. guaranteed um, in the first two seasons. So, mm-hmm. and, and I think he's only like 25, 26 years old. So now, yes, yeah. you mm-hmm. they play and they man covers like almost sixty five percent of the snaps. So now you look right at two, two press man physical rangy, and both are yeah. athletic as all get out. At corner on athletic. the outside, and we mm-hmm. talked about how we, we talked about this last week, having that kind of Antonio Cromartie, Darrell Rivas type of tandem where you can yeah. just right. shut down the outside and pack yeah, everything like in the numbers. 
You can pack mm-hmm. everything in the mm-hmm. numbers. You can do multiple things with your safeties. The the Dolphins are really building right now. And not we talk about spending. They got mm-hmm. Kyle Van Noy for a lot of money as well. A whole lot of money. Yeah, they're building a very aggressive defense over there. Mm-hmm. And I like I like the coach and I like what they're doing. Uh quick note on Byron Jones. Uh he was it, it it came down between um the Raiders, Philly, and 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 Dolphins. Uh the Eagles matched that contract dollar for dollar. Really? But he chose Miami because, you know, no state tax. No state tax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he so he he went He's for like, that. He went for that money. money. He's like, I will all yeah, money, yeah, I, yeah, I can't, I can't knock him for that. That's, that that's, that's, yeah, go make your money, man. No cold weather, baby. <laughs> and stay, no cold, yeah, right. Yeah, no winter time. I right. stay, I'm, stay, I'm staying in the heat down here. You know, that southern heat yeah. is different, though. I'm telling you right now, that southern heat is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I live here. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, that southern heat is no, it's no joke. Yeah, it's no joke. <laughs> joke. That 104 degree humidity, that bad boy is, uh, yeah, you walk outside and see heat waves, baby. It's hot down yes. there. But, um, yeah. but shout out to him, man, because he, he did, he got his money. And, and when you look at the box score, the stats are not going to show everything. He's not, he's not Richard Sherman. He's not going to have 25 yeah. picks in three seasons. What he is is uh-huh. a guy that doesn't get targeted much. And when he does, exactly. he causes incompletions. He shuts down exactly. receivers. Like he is a yeah. he's a legit number one. But the problem is for offenses, they have two number one corners. So it's like yeah. I can't hide my top guy. And that's kind yeah. of what the Ravens were doing at times, you mm-hmm. know, with with um with Peters being able to shadow some guys at times. Smith was still shadowing yeah. guys. And, and, and Humphrey. of course Humphrey shadowing guys. It's like you, mm-hmm. you couldn't find especially with that blitz it's one thing to blitz but when your blitz gets home it causes problems yeah. so when mm-hmm. that blitz Real gets home it's like i got to get this ball out of my hand and when you put a ball yep. like uh, Marcus Peters it causes mm-hmm. problems so that and now you they have three first round picks and i'm going to just say this cuz mm-hmm. i feel it mm-hmm. i feel it they go of course they're going to go they're going to go um quarterback yeah they're going to go possibly o line I, if there's Probably. any, if there is any spot that I think DeAndre Swift goes first round, I think it's to the dog. Might be, maybe get him first round because they don't have a running back right now. They let go of Kenny Drake. Kalen Balage mm-hmm. is um, what does Balage? What does Balage rhyme with? Garbage. It's so it's close. Kalen Garbage. Kalen Garbage. There we go. It's French. It's French. Wee wee. It's French. It's French. It's French. Kalen Balage is French for garbage. Like he's a bad player, man. He sucks. Um, I'm just going to call it what it is, guys. I'm sorry. I'm going to blunt here, guys. Um. But yeah, so you, I think if there's any spot that Swift goes first round, it's going to be with that last, that third and final first round pick in the twenties, the top of the twenties. They get they mm-hmm. get DeAndre Swift with a five year contract. They get a quarterback with a five year contract. Then they get an yep. offensive lineman possibly with a five year contract. That's how you Makes set sense. your franchise up right there. That's how you build your um, team. That's and, how you build your team. And the fact that they're building their defense through free agency is going to help them out a lot too. Yes. So you mm-hmm. can so you can spend those picks on offensive players because you're going to need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but right now, 
I don't really see any fault in what they did. No. Like, and then you still got your three draft picks. So if you want to trade those to move up, move back, mm-hmm. get more picks. Yeah. Like that's one thing the Ravens like to do is they'll move back in a minute to get more picks later. So mm-hmm. I think the Dolphins are in great shape, honestly. And Shannon, this is oh, the yeah. draft that you would like to move up or back depends on you what you want to do. You can move back. Right. And, yeah, you can move you wherever in this draft. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you need receivers, you need O-line. Those are two of the deepest spots in this draft class. And so that's I heard a great that, point. I heard that on the radio today. Yeah, I that, heard that, 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 that Robert, they said this is one of the deepest draft classes, period, this, besides for tight ends. This, besides class, tight ends. this mm-hmm. class is probably going to be historic. I truly believe that. Uh, and, and I've been hyping this class since last year's draft. I would tell everybody, yeah. listen, DK Metcalf and those boys, they are nice. But what you're about to see next season, you have never seen it before. I promise you. Yeah. They, well, I I have, you, you know, I, t- I take your word for it. You know you watch all that crown. Yeah. It's deep at tackle. It's deep at wide mm-hmm. receiver, deep at corner. Well, the Ravens are going to be in need of uh, offensive linemen a few because we, we let go of um, James Hurst. James I saw Hurst. that. Yeah, James Hurst. Yeah, I saw that. And I, I kind of was surprised mm-hmm. by that. I mean, because he's, first of all, I, I still have an attitude with him because he's the reason Joe Flacco got hurt, but that's whatever. <laughs> then we brought him back. He's been more blessed like a, a fill-in, backup type of offensive lineman, but he was going to be suspended this year for, I think, PEDs or something that he did. Uh-huh. So, I, I mean, it's, it's going to be a neat with Yonder gone, and he's not going to be there, and uh, I don't know what we're going to do at center because the center that we had last year, he had a really, really bad um, knee injury. They said it was terrible, like really, really bad. So I don't know if he's going to come back and a rookie came in his place. Um, we have our tackles on the outside. We need to resign Stanley, but offensive lineman is definitely going to be a need for the Ravens. True. I forgot. All, I really did forget about the fact that you guys let him. That's, that's very... That's mm-hmm. very true right there. Um, just quick breaking news. Mm-hmm. It's going to be um, a bunch of offensive linemen there. I mean, talking about offensive linemen, the Seahawks uh, free agent offensive tackle, George Fent, or Font, whatever, however you pronounce it, reached a mm-hmm. three-year deal for $30 million with the New York Jets, uh, $13.7 mm. guaranteed. So that is a nice low-risk signing to help protect um, Sam Donald and mm. hopefully mm-hmm. open up some rushing lanes for Lev Bell. Um, yeah. they they need some they plan need B from Conklin. Yeah, yeah. Cause, I mean, you lose Conklin. Um, I mean, and they still may go off to tackle whether it's Tristan Wirfs or um, yeah, Kai Becton. They still need to to rectify that old line. But this is a good start. Getting a, a quality veteran guy who can play mm-hmm. the position. So that that's a good signing for mm-hmm. them. Um, because they mm-hmm. are on the come up. And I want to say this to all the Patriot fans out there. Regardless if Tom Brady comes back or not, which I truly believe he does, he he will. Um, this AFC East is getting better, guys. Like, it's it's it no is. more. Yeah, it, is. it is no more of that cakewalk crap. Like the Buffalo Bills were a tough out <laughs> in both games. You know what I'm saying? We all saw can't with the Dolphins. Six wins man. anymore. No, you can't. You can't. You can't just wake up and like, oh man, we are six and zero because we were we play in the trash division. <laughs> like you can't do mm-hmm. that no more. Six and zero in September. <laughs> right. You can't. You cannot <laughs> do that. You know the Dolphins beat us, which caused us to miss the first round by. Like, and the Dolphins mm-hmm. are playing so hard for for Brian Flores, and now they've improved their team yeah. as well. This team is on the come up. The Bills are on the mm-hmm. come up. 
You know what I'm saying? And and mm-hmm. the Jets are also on the come up. They were seven and nine, and but they were yeah. quiet seven and nine. That's quiet seven and nine. They were quiet, right, quiet seven right. and nine. They were almost you know they were almost an eight and eight uh, uh five hundred ball I club. Think, I think mm-hmm. the I think the mono talk really affected them. Like when he caught mono yes. and it was a butt of the jokes. I think that really yeah. just deterred everything. And with Le'Veon Bell not having a year that he probably wanted to have, what people may have thought he was going to have, that also mm-hmm. is. But you're right. They had a really quiet, quiet season. They weren't. We played the Jets. We played your whole division last year. So you're definitely, definitely better. Getting better. Definitely. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. getting better, man. And you, you just got to listen. And, and if these teams, they're doing, they're doing the work that needs to be done in the offseason so far, the draft. Mm-hmm. The draft is always, it, it, that's, the, that's the last piece. That's the, the icing on the cake. Can you ice the cake correctly? It's a skill yeah. that everybody can't do, man. Everybody may be, may be able to bake cakes. You understand what I'm saying? I can follow directions and bake a cake. But if you ask me to ice hmm. that bad boy, it's not going to look mm-hmm. right. I'm just telling you the truth. No. That cake ain't going to look <laughs> no. right, man. It's not going to look. It's Listen, that icing going to be everywhere, man. Like, I'm going to be covered yeah. in it, probably. It just is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it just is what it is. So everybody can't ice the cake. So now, this is the closing moment next month. With the draft still being held, can mm-hmm. you ice the cake? Can you ice the cake in an yeah. AFC East team? Jets, can you can you nail on your first round pick? Dolphins, can you nail yeah. three of your first round picks? However you use them, can you nail them? Mm-hmm. Buffalo, can you yeah. find a number one receiver for Josh Allen? I know a guy. Yeah. I know a guy. Um, I know, I know a guy. <laughs> I know two guys actually. Um, one's a free agent right now. Mm. His name's Amari Cooper. Um, and, and you have the money. Ah, how about that? But I mentioned him earlier. Uh, the Gandhi. Gandhi. Oh yeah, AGG. AGG. I'm just saying. It, it, listen, we talked about T. Higgins and Denzel Mims a couple episodes ago, in, in, yeah, in January. Yeah. And what was the difference? Right. I'm still mm-hmm. I'm still evaluating mm-hmm. AGG. But I will say, yeah, I'm putting him in that mix of that big body. Oh yeah, he kind of speed guy. That same that can type. Go up again. He's that same prototype. That same exact. If type. you could get him second, third round, and your Buffalo, and possibly get, mm-hmm. um, if you you know if you can get Omari Cooper, uh, I, I I really don't know what's going to happen with Omari Cooper. Um, I don't. I have no clue. Um, Dallas right no now. Da- Dallas didn't sign. I'm I'm confused here. Um. Dallas didn't sign Dak to a long-term extension. They franchised, they franchised him. They did not. They have have not yet signed Amari Cooper to a long-term extension. They just let Byron Jones walk. They let Byron Jones walk. But you signed Blake Jarwin. Mm. What are you okay. doing here? No, we're, you know, you know what? Where the Cowboys messed up was you paid Zeke and you paid two and you paid your linebacker instead of paying the corner. And your wide receiver that you traded a first round pick for. Exactly. You should have. I mean, you gotta. I mean, I'm, the linebackers are good, but you gotta value that position differently. I would value the corner more than I would value the linebacker. And as good as Zeke is, I would have played hardball with him. I'm gonna franchise you for two years until your legs is made of mush, and then you can go sign somewhere else. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I would have played hardball no. with. He. I would have played hardball. Well, with him last year anyway, just mm-hmm. because of his off the field issues too. Like I gotta be sure I can trust you before I give you yeah. such a big contract. So Facts. I would have called his bluff. 
I would have called his bluff. I would have. If you wanted to hold out, hold out. Yeah. I mean, Go ahead. Back, put put like a lady on. Like we say, running backs from a dime a dozen. So they could have got a running back in there. And, and might they not really been, are. Wouldn't have been yeah. Zeke. Wouldn't have been Zeke. Because don't get it twisted. I like him. Yeah, but he, at the same nice, time, but... I wouldn't have I wouldn't have paid him. I I would have paid Dak first before mm-hmm. I would have paid Zeke. It's not that you don't want Zeke. But you need a quarterback. You yeah. know, yeah. and he, he he I don't know what more he would need to do to to prove to them that he's worthy of that contract. I mean, at the end of the day, you're you, you're winning. Like he's not. You might you might not have made the playoffs every time you, but you have won. You won the division. Like, what more do you need from him? Short of a Super Bowl to to say he's our guy. Dallas messed themselves yeah. up, to be honest, and I'm gonna tell you why. What, what Dallas did was they built their success on the back of Ezekiel Elliott. And that's why they didn't mm-hmm. have leverage because Zeke was mm-hmm. like, "Well, we've seen Dak Prescott without me. Did you mm-hmm. like what you saw? And it's not pretty. <laughs> did you like what you <laughs> no. saw? No, you did not. So <laughs> it's either you resign me." Or you're going to see that for like eight games before I return and yeah. be like, well, I'm mm-hmm. going to slowly bring myself back. So I think they they mess themselves up in that regard. Um, and and, and yeah. like you said, what does Dak have to do? Dak is, listen, Dak is worth the 33, 34, 30. Yeah, I'll give him 34 to 35. Now, if you start, for, for me, if you're Dak Prescott, and you're all, you are worth whatever someone's willing to pay you. Don't get me wrong. But... If Dak Prescott gets thirty, like say he gets thirty-eight, right? Chiefs, mm-hmm. oh legit. Chiefs have to put a hit out on Jerry Jones because that's going to legit yeah. make them have to pay forty to forty-five million dollars a year to to, to Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes. He's the Super Bowl oh MVP. He actually won the Super Bowl. He's gotten he's he won the AFC Championship. Been to the AFC Championship back to back seasons. Resume. Speaks to itself, so you speaks can't, for itself. You yeah. can't play hardball mm-hmm. with Pat Mahomes because he's like, listen, do I need to show you my hand? Like, you yeah. wouldn't have this yeah. without me. It's been fifty years. You went fifty years yeah, like, since I got here. Exactly. Yeah, he's been a dominant player since he set he since he stepped on the field. And, mm-hmm. and my, that, like, he's thing, he's only been starting two years. Two, you know, like two years, and he's shown himself as a league MVP yeah. and Super Bowl MVP. One thing, Shannon, you said, what more does Dak have to do? Mentally, I think for me, and this is for me personally, Dak has to, Mm -hmm. he has to take over games mentally. Like, Dak throws the football. Mm -hmm. He he plays well. And he's shown himself to be clutch at times as well. But I need to see Dak come out there and have the mental fortitude. You're down eight points. You're down six points. It's two minutes to go. Come out there and show yourself as a guy that's not going to make that game-breaking interception. You're not going to take mm-hmm, a sack mm-hmm. on third and 12. You're not going to make those bad plays in those, in those moments. You got to come out there and show your team, listen, I can put you guys on my back. If Ezekiel Elliott isn't having a good season, my he and Dak had a great season statistically. They went 8-8. Eight eight. So yeah. it's like your, your yeah, stats exactly. need to show more... Needs to show a little bit more towards winning, but Mill. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. His his numbers speak for themselves. He's he's worth the money. He needs to prove that he's not one of those guys that you can win with and not because of. He right. you, he needs that signature series of games that say y'all won this because of me, mm-hmm. not because of Zeke. Not because so, he so needs to take over that, that offense. So so do you think that they would need to get rid of Zeke though? Because as long as you got a, a running back there like that. 
what do you think they're gonna run the offense through? Yeah, so, I mean, there. I mean, he he's got he's got the chance to change those plays. Not yeah. not to say that you know he should do it just to boost his stats, but it's still a passing league. The game is in his hands. He's yeah. gonna have to win it. I mean, and, and as everybody knows Zeke is a weapon, so he's going to see eight man fronts. Yeah. So they're going to they're going to sell out to stop the uh the, to stop the run. That they're going to be really like that. Question Adidas. too, Shannon, because I mean, the the one thing I I would say that they should do is you could keep Zeke at the number one by just flipping your your philosophy mm-hmm. instead of making Dak Zeke sidekick, make Zeke Dak sidekick in the way. Say, listen, we're going we're gonna to open mm-hmm. the game up. Like, yes, we're going to run you, Zeke. You're going to get your plays. You're going to get your 20 touches. But oh, it's yeah. not going to be just single back big, eye formation, hand the ball off, play action. No. Yes. Come out and say, listen, right. you know what? We trust Dak so much. You come out and, and you come out on, on certain certain sets and certain um certain possessions, and you go five wide and take Zeke off the field. Mm-hmm. And you tell defenses, like, listen, we trust that, and 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 instill mm-hmm. that confidence in him, where he can say, you know what, they trust me. I'm gonna make the play. I'm intrigued to see mm-hmm. what this Dallas Cowboys offense will be under Mike McCarthy, because yeah. we know that mm-hmm. they re- they had a pretty good a pretty good thing going in um, Green Bay, and they passed they passed the ball yeah. a lot. Yeah. They passed the ball a whole lot yeah. under and, McCarthy. Yeah, I'm about to say Mike McCarthy likes to throw the ball, and I'll say even better. I would I would feature Zeke even more. He's gonna he's gonna get his rushes, but now Zeke, you go you go over there in that slot. And I'm gonna you the ball too. That's win win right there. Dak get his he numbers, get 50, and Zeke get his numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but you know what? I think too. Sometimes you have to. Like I know, listen. When Joe Flacco was here, a lot of times he would get a lot of help for not changing plays, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. When, after we would have games, the local press here would always question him, like, why wouldn't you change X, Y, Z? And he would just say things like, you know, I just do what I'm kind of told. Yeah. I don't think a lot – I think sometimes we expect quarterbacks to do certain things that they aren't ready for They're, or they yeah. haven't yeah. been granted permission to do. Mm-hmm. So if they, if they don't tell Dak, it's on you. You can make whatever changes you want. If you see something, he's probably not going to do it. He might just be what they call a company guy. If yeah. this is mm-hmm. the play they call and this is the play I'm going to go with and that's going to be it. Now, is that always the right thing to do? No. no. Like, we can all watch the game and say, why didn't you check out? Why didn't you do X, Y, Z? But yeah. if they're that type of quote-unquote company guy, mm-hmm. they're gonna just, they just want to run the plate as cold. And it's not always the right thing to do. But in their mind, they can always say, I just did what I was told. Yeah. And, like, uh, and a lot of guys don't got the mental acumen to change those plays, they to don't. remember those plays, and to actually read the defense and know what to check to. So and they got to do – and I love Joe Flacco, but I think that's part of I think that was part of his issues. I don't feel like he was, you know, not saying that he was retarded, you know, yeah, slow I, or anything like that. But it's like <laughs> we, we knew what he struggled at, right? Yeah. We knew what he struggled and I felt like yeah. the Ravens they put him in the best predicament. So hopefully Dallas can do that with Dak. If that's what you want, if you want your quarterback to take control and call mm-hmm. plays or change plays when he needs to, give him that confidence. I don't know you believe in yeah. him, and maybe he will. Yeah, that's true. Makes sense because true. Yeah, that, that's what uh, that's the whole thing with uh, McVeigh and Jared Goff because McVeigh is in his ear for that whole fifteen seconds. Like mm-hmm. this guy's coming here, this guy's going here, this guy's doing this. Throw the ball right there, and that's how Jared Goff had his success. And that's part of the reason why I always like kind of side eyed girl Goff when I heard mm-hmm. that because I first of all, if you can do that, then more coaches should do that because you might can help out your quarterback. Yeah. When I heard that. 
that McVeigh be in his ear that long up until mm-hmm. he can has I was like, wait a minute now. He's not he's not out here controlling on his own and and we kill guys for not being able to read a defense and not oh, yeah. to do certain things. Oh, yeah. So but we're gonna give him props for what exactly. So that's kind of why I've always been like, eh, I'm good on golf. Cause yeah, I mean, it ain't I, really you, here. Yeah. But going back to that twenty sixteen draft, I had Wentz over golf for the simple reason I I like Wentz uh more athletically. And with golf, since he doesn't have the wheel to 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 run away run away from trouble, he get a little happy feet. He got you know he's not mobile, so he's so he's going. It forces him to make bad decisions. Mm-hmm. And even his rookie year, he did not know what he was looking at. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, his coach was garbage, but golf did not know what he was looking at. <laughs> but um, but McVeigh got his hands on him, and McVeigh just McVeigh's kind of kind of had him on training wheels, and he's slowly mm-hmm. taking the training wheels off, and golf is getting there. But he's not there yet. It's, no, it's a no. it's a process. It's a process, and it yeah. takes guys years to learn. It's like learning a different language. So it takes a while kind of to learn. Why, and that's kind of why it may have not been beneficial for him to keep the training wheels on that long. You know, mm-hmm. it's one thing if you do it as when it, your first year with him, but like yeah. as time go on, you want to get away from that so that he can, so he can be like you, an extension of you on the field. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can, so you can do other things. You can yeah. mm-hmm. worry about something else instead of trying to talk yeah. to him. The whole and time. defenses pick up on that. So, right. and sure. they're going to make adjustments. They, literally, the defense just needs to disguise their play call until mm-hmm. about the 12, 15 to 12 second mark yeah. on the play clock. Until and the mic then, shuts and, off. Yeah, and when the mic shuts off, then you switch in and you're like, golf's like, crap. And you, I mean, yeah. low. What am I do now? All right. I mean, when, when uh, we played the Rams this, we played the Rams this year. I wasn't expecting to beat them how we beat them. Like, and that mm. was a that was a national title. I I was I expected that. You did? Though. Yes. I didn't expect it. I didn't expect that. Lamar was Jackson was on that streak. They didn't have the the playmakers defensively to stop you guys, and because of how bad the old line was playing. I was like, mm-hmm. the, the Ravens are about to feast on these boys. That old line was terrible, and like yeah. I, I had us winning, I just didn't know it was going to be like that. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I didn't trust golf them was whatsoever. No, and talking about mm-hmm. talking when we just like what we talked about um, just a moment ago with with Dak and Zeke. Golf, his success comes off of Todd Gurley. Now mm-hmm. Todd Gurley is on the trade right. block, and they're talking yeah. about yep. moving him. So I mean, it, it's. I will say this. I don't know I don't know exactly how much money the Tampa Bay Bucks have, but I will say if the Bucks pull off Tom Brady, you gotta go get Todd Gurley. I think you get Todd Gurley, you use your first your your, your first couple of Protect picks. him with a running game. Yeah, protect him with a running game, sure up the O line, um, mm-hmm. to the best of your, your abilities. And then you have Todd Gurley, you have Rojo back there, Ronald Jones, you have um two tight ends, Cameron Brate and OJ Howard, as well as um, uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, but I got a name before we close out the show. I got a name I want to throw out to you guys. Uh, this is to, to me one of the more intriguing receivers in this free agency, Brashad Perryman. Perryman, where's he going to go? Is a, is that he's that second wave guy? You know, because teams are yeah. people think teams are built on the first wave guys. No, your cap space is killed on the first wave guys. First wave your team yeah. Yeah. is built on the second and third wave free agents mm-hmm. that help sure up some holes so that you can use the draft picks as best player available luxury selections. Mm-hmm. Brashad yeah. Perriman yeah. is a receiver that I I think you keep him in that third receiver role like he had like he had last year 
And I think and he can slots. flourish. I think he I, with his speed, his frame, and somehow, mm-hmm. some way, you could tell he's been working on his game to work on his hands because he couldn't mm-hmm. get yeah. cold coming out of UCF. He's catching no. the ball strongly now. He couldn't um, catch the coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, trust the, me. I, like, I know. The I only know man that couldn't catch the coronavirus. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we got Nelson Aguilar here, so, yeah. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> oh, I ain't going to start on him, though. Here's my thing about, here's my thing about Pyramid. Um, sometimes when, I think I said this, we said, I said this recently about expectations. Like, when you don't have expectations, mm-hmm. you can play freely. You play better, yeah. yeah. And I feel like when we brought him in, and that goes back to how the Ravens handled building our team after winning the Super Bowl. When we brought him in, we brought him in to kind of fill a role that I don't think that he was ready for. No. You know, you're bringing him in to do something that he wasn't ready for. And when you put him, first of all, being injured didn't help him. So that was another thing, being injured early on. Then you're coming in and we're trying to, you know, force you into this number one seat almost because we didn't really have any pass catchers either. So we're Mm -hmm. trying to make, we're trying to force feed you. And it was like every time we went to him in big moments or not big moments, he dropped the ball. But when I learned that he had some family issues going on, like some mm-hmm. issues with his daughter, when I realized how how sick his dad was, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. when my opinion of him changed because I realized that we all carry things differently. Yeah. And I feel We're like that may have been right. And I feel like that may have been weighing on him anyway. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, so the, the your family aspect, the expectations of being that guy in Baltimore, he wasn't built for that. But when he went to Cleveland and he didn't have any expectations, he looked good. Yeah, that year he I, we played against him, and I was like, "Look, well, that's when they beat us, I believe." Them, they the reason. No, was it the Browns or was that the Bengals? Yes, yeah. it was the Browns. Yeah, was well, Browns. we played, mm-hmm. and he he was lighting up against us then. And then when I saw him with um, Tampa Bay last year, I was like yeah. a pearl. I was like a pearl big sister, a big cousin. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, look at him over there, you know. But at that same time, it was. Zero expectations. He yeah. got yeah. the opportunity because of who who wasn't there, the, the injuries that they had there. Mm-hmm. I just feel like if he goes to the right place where you're not expecting him to be the man, and mm-hmm. you got a quarterback that can get him the ball, I feel like he'll yeah. do good. Oh, I know yeah. I, 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 know I, I so. continue to say Carolina, but Carolina has two young, really two young good receivers in Curtis Samuel DJ and DJ Moore. Moore. Curtis Samuel. I mm-hmm. think you put him as that third wheel. And you with the office that Matt Rule's gonna bring in there, and you have yeah. Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. I think I think you can make some magic over there. I think he that would be a perfect, perfect situation for him. Or like you said, you put him up. You I mean you put him in a position where he can truly flourish, and he he has it. He doesn't have the whole world on his shoulders. The New Orleans Saints stay yeah. in the oh, division. Yeah. That's oh one. yeah, stay in the division. Go you know go to the yeah. Saints or there's there's a couple different places, couple different teams that that, that he could be helpful for. Um, yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Uh, I think the Rams could use them because they they need that. Because the Ra- yeah. mind you, uh, the Rams are trying supposedly have Brandon, Brandon Cooks. Cooks on the trade block. Trade oh. block. Yeah. There's a reason why this young man can't stay on the team for more than two seasons. Uh, there's yeah. A, there's he, a yo, reason. he must be. He mm. must be a grade A pain in the you know what. He's not reliable, uh, man. He's not reliable. Uh, um, his, his routes are 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 piss poor. If it's not a double move, mm. if it's not a stop route, if it's not a post or go, he he's not, you know, he doesn't run Can't. the best mm. routes. He struggles against press coverage. Trust me, mm. I was frustrated as crap when he was in New England because he was our wow. number one mm. because Julian Edelman was out with the torn ACL. I was frustrated. Tom Brady was holding the ball longer than he needed to because he was waiting for this dude to get downfield and get open, 
and get off press coverage. Mind you, the moron was out there doing the, the electric slide in the Super Bowl against your Eagles and got knocked slapped out. Like, I, I, was, I was so pissed off with this dude. I was like, okay, oh, he's yeah. got to go. He's got to go. He's out there just mm-hmm. thinking he's a temptation, going in circles and stuff. Like, yeah, you dancing are around. not... You are not boys to men. Like, wait a no. minute, what? He was doing what? He, he caught the ball. He's like running around in a circle. And yeah, he, was, like, he was trying to break tackles, and then he didn't to... see. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were saying like he broke out into dance. Like, what? Uh, no. like, did I, like, did I miss that? Did no, I miss that? that's just how stupid he looked. That's all. He's yeah. like an idiot yeah. trying to break. To... That's not your game. Catch the ball. Go down. Listen, down. What, what did Pops yeah. tell uh what did what did Pops tell Craig on for Friday? You live to fight another day. <laughs> another like, day. I, you do not go out there doing stupid stuff and he's out yeah, there so much. Try, he, trying to he, break he, ankles he, and stuff like no. Yeah, he he forgot he forgot he was 5'8", 172. That's bro, he forgot God, that bro. he was a little dude. He turned around and saw that semi truck and Michael Jenkins coming ahead full speed. Oh, and he my was like, goodness. "Yeah, no, this my Super Bowl is over." And he went to sleep. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was one of them Jones. It was. It was. It was a. Uh, it was a boys in the hood moment because you saw it that coming. That boy went to sleep. And we were. Yeah, and I was just like Ricky. And <laughs> that boy went to sleep. It was a wrap. It was nighttime. Nap, nap, baby. Nap, nap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, it was over. Listen, man. Um, we have R.I.P. Brandon Cooks. Yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> he cost us a Super Bowl, by the way. Um, <laughs> him and Belichick. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. but Don't again, start. Like, listen, I'm, I'm trying not to. <laughs> Be- listen, Belichick got he got three days. He got three days with me. Listen, if you do something. If he don't do something in three days, I'm unloading the clip. That's all I'm oh telling you. Oh. I got the clip loaded, I... baby. If he don't do something in three days, either he either you either you commit to a tank. And let it be known, like Brady, you walk. Uh, we won't bring in any free agents. We're going with Jared Stidham of all people. And like <laughs> that's just what it is. If you do not, if you do not make a move and say, listen, we're gonna get better. You know, you got Robbie, you got Robbie Anderson out here talking about I'm, mm-hmm. I had a dream I was playing with Tom Brady. If that ain't an inkling that you can bring him and Brady back, bring him and Brady into New England and give us a real deep threat instead of Philip Dorsett, like, Mm. I can't, no, I can't do this tonight, man. I'm going to get emotional. I can't do this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I can't do this, guys. (laughs) But listen, guys, Uh -uh. listen, it's been a fun show just kind of breaking down the early parts of free agency. Free agency officially doesn't kick off until Wednesday. But, you know, it's the early tampering period. And we're expecting some mm-hmm. more dominoes to fall. And if they do, and when they do, expect we'll to hear here. from us again because we're going to recap yeah. all of those moves. And then maybe next week, once the free agency settles down, we can go with the original scheduled programming that we were going to go with tonight. We could do that next week. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, depends on how everything goes and, and how and, and the news that breaks with some of these free agents. Cause we still got a lot of guys sitting out there that's waiting to be seen: Teddy Bridgewater, Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, Robbie Anderson. It's a lot of guys that are still available right now that everyone's waiting to see what where they go. Uh, Jamie Collins and a couple other guys on on defense. Yeah, it's a lot of dominoes to fall, ladies and gentlemen. So we will be back to update you and give you more recap. More laughs, more fun, but more unsolicited opinions. Because mm-hmm. you didn't ask for it, but we're going to give them to you anyway. That's just how we do it here. Um, yep. 
As always, I'm Damian Parsa. That's Eugene Holt. And that is the lovely Shannon Fitch. Y'all have a good night. Later.